<laughs> Welcome to the Building 58 podcast. How are you doing tonight, Heather? I am great. How are you? I am superblious. I don't think that's a word. Superblious? I can be a word. I'll make it up on okay. the spot. I'm really good. I'm excited to continue our marriage series talk tonight. Yeah, so if this is your first time listening, we are Chris and Heather Taves, and we have this ministry called Building 58, and it's all about empowering leaders and families, and we just want to share the things that God has put on our hearts and the topics that we're passionate about, and hopefully encourage you and, and point you to Jesus. So we're kind of towards the end of a series we've been doing on marriage Chris, if they have not heard the previous shows, they should definitely go check those out because there's some big ones. Absolutely. We talked about communication and threats and um, sex. Yep. That was a fun one. Big ones. Mm -hmm. We talked about a lot of different things. So Finances. Finances. Yep. Absolutely. So check those out if you've not heard those before. Get uh, Just do a little rewind on the podcast and check that out. But what are we going to be talking about tonight, Heather? Well, marriage is one of our most favorite topics. Um, we love to encourage others in their marriage, but we also know that it's so tricky. I mean, it is not a relationship that is always easy. And I think that as we have been around the block um, a time or two, we've just found that there are so many people who desire to grow in their marriage desire to have a healthy marriage, but just seems stuck. Yeah. And anything good like marriage takes hard work. It does. Right. To cultivate and tend the garden, to continue to pull out the weeds and, and keep the, the good roots growing strong so that, that uh, your family and your marriage can flourish. Yeah. And I think that in a marriage, because it's such a daily thing, right? Yeah. Um, friendships are daily too, but not quite as... Um, constant is a marriage because a marriage is something you daily are faced with. Well, and you're completely real and vulnerable. All the all the good for good, the good and the bad. Right, right. Your you spouse let your hair sees. Down. Yeah, your spouse sees everything. They about they know you. the best and the worst of they you. They know the best yeah. and the worst of you, and hopefully still love you absolutely and want to um, build a healthy marriage yeah, together. Grow deeper in that love together. Yeah. But we know that it's not easy. And so one of the things that I have observed a lot as we've worked with different couples um, on their marriages and building and strengthening their marriages and then just done life together with people is this whole thought of roles in a marriage and how each spouse really does have certain roles. But sometimes those roles can come with expectations from the other spouse that can be out of line. Like unrealistic expectations. Unrealistic yeah. expectations. And I, this kind of is a tricky topic to talk about because there isn't a black and white protocol for what this looks like. And every marriage is different. And every marriage, the each spouse has different types of roles. Mm -hmm. But I want to give you a little bit of example maybe to help explain what I'm talking yeah, about here. set the stage. So a few weeks ago, you went on a work trip. Okay. And you had actually been on a work trip the previous week too. And so it was back to back, which is a lot for you to be gone mm -hmm. from our family. And when you're gone, my role at home is to um, 
care for our children. You know, I'm pretty much 100% parent while you're gone. Um, Keep the house going, keep the family running, you know, buy all the groceries, make the meals, you know, all of the things that come with caring for a family. And your role in our family, at least, is to provide the finances for our family mm-hmm. and and lead our family, which you do. Um, but because I stay at home, I don't bring in any money. And so that's your role in our family. Yeah. And I, I want to also, I want to reiterate, every family looks different. So there isn't a right or a wrong way to do it. This is just how our family works. Right. The role in this season, because there was a season where, when you were bringing the finances in. Correct. So roles can change in different seasons. Correct. Um. And there is also overlap in roles. Yeah. So it's not just my job to parent our children. It's not just your job to lead our family. There, There's overlap there. But back to my story. So you had been gone and you were coming home. And I had this moment where I thought, okay, Chris is coming home. Now I can take some of my responsibility and put it off on him because he hasn't been here, and it's his turn. Mm. And as quickly as I thought that, it was like the Holy Spirit just prompted me to think about what that actually meant. And I realized in my in, in that thought, I was being extremely selfish and wanting to offload my roles and my responsibilities onto you because I was tired of doing them. Yeah, well, and you were probably stressed out and maybe not stressed out, but overloaded because I'd been gone so much. So it's an easy thing to to try to shift. Right. And I, I want to be really careful in saying this because it's not that I don't think that you coming home meant that you weren't going to have any of the parenting responsibility, but it was this mindset that I had of like, okay, now I can take some of my responsibility and I can dump it on him. That kind of check out of your duties and dump it all on me. Exactly. And what I realized and what the Holy Spirit was really quick to remind me of is that you were carrying an equal amount of load and responsibility. It was just very different than what I was carrying. Mm -hmm. And so if I was going to take mine and dump it on you, it would be overloading you. It would be um, setting you up for failure, really, because you were already carrying such a huge load. And I wonder if sometimes we do that with our spouses and we have these unrealistic expectations of what we expect them to do for us because we just want to slack in our role because we're tired or worn out. And I think that it's often due to a lack of communication, but also expectations that are not in line. Yeah, I think it's probably a combination of an awareness of the other spouse's load that they're carrying. Yes. Uh, because we're very aware of our own load, right? When we're we're self-focused. And yes. That's the easy thing to understand our load. The harder thing is to understand your spouse's load and understand the stresses and pressures that come from the the spouse that's staying home and the stress that comes with buying the groceries and all that thing and vice versa, right. the, the pressures of the work environment. And I yes. think that's where... If there's no awareness to then go into communication, that's when these things start to fall apart. Exactly. I love that you said that because that's the key. So when you feel like, okay, I'm overloaded and I need my spouse to take some of this, stop for a moment and consider what they're carrying 
and then have that conversation with them. Hey, I'm feeling really burdened and really overloaded in this particular role that I carry. Do you feel like you can take some of this on for me? Or how can we figure out a solution instead of just dumping? Right. Like not a, it has to be a healthy conversation, not just backing up the dump truck and unloading and unloading Mm -hmm. it on the person. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know, um, in our relationship, you're an Enneagram nine. Yes. And you're a total, just keep the peace. You've gotten, you've gotten a little feistier. feistier, You have. I fight back. But a lot of times people that don't like conflict or they're just, they want to keep the peace at all cost. They'll just take it. So if there's a spouse maybe that's a little more aggressive or maybe is a little, maybe not as sensitive to the feelings of their other spouse, they might just unload, 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 always just thinking about their own needs and not recognize that the spouse is taking it, but really can't carry the load and and might break under it. Well, and that's not healthy. That's where the communication has to happen where both parties, the the one has to have the one that's dumping has to have an awareness of what they're doing. And the one that's basically enabling this to happen needs to have, you know, kind of grow up a little bit, put on their big boy or big girl pants and have a conversation, a healthy conversation about the reality of the situation. Right. And right. the long, because the longer you let that go on, whatever the scenario is, the harder it is to break that cycle. Yeah, that's right. Because if if we're approaching it humbly and not selfishly, then we're seeing from multiple perspectives, not just our own selfish needs. Maybe some of those needs are real, but you might be blowing up the uh, the situation and be so self focused that you don't realize the needs of the other person or what the other person is actually carrying. Yeah. You know, it's very easy to be myopic and see everything that you need, yes. but not put yourself in the other person's shoes to know what they went through that day at work, to know that what they went through today with the kids. Right. Uh, and that's where that healthy communication is a bridge between these two things to, yeah. to really help sort out this tension. Yeah, that's so good. Not just keeping your eyes on yourself. Yeah, good stuff. I like it. So just a good conversation starter here, something to think about in all of our marriages, in all of our relationships. You know, maybe this is a work relationship thing too. Mm. I've seen people get emotionally and and, uh, whatever, trampled at work and just enabled at work. Um, But definitely in our marriages, I think this can be a tool to just, even if it's you recognizing that maybe you've been doing this, or maybe you're the one that's enabling a certain situation to happen and you're caught in this cycle, stop and have a conversation, a healthy conversation where, uh, what does that look like, Heather? When when you're stuck in, because we've had these before, yeah. when there's a cycle in, that you know that you've met, maybe enabled, how do you go ahead and approach your spouse and say, without it turning into a fight, and say, how can we have a healthy conversation here? Well, I think it's always, you have to have, your defenses need to be down. Yeah. You need to come in with grace towards that other person. They might not even realize that it's an issue. And so don't come in swinging, you know, come in gently to that and just say, hey, could we have a conversation about some of these things that I've been feeling and and keep your tone non-accusatory. I right. think that's huge. Um, do it face to face. Don't do it over text. I mean, I've made that 
mistake uh, for sure. You know, especially with you traveling and stuff where maybe the pressure gets really heavy on me at home and then I just vomit of the mouth over text, you know, and that, that piles up on you then when it's hard for you to even do anything about it because you're, you know, out of the country. So I think it's always about recognizing that you're not the only one Mm -hmm. in the situation, you know, and I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit was so kind to me to, to be able to remind me before I unloaded on you when you got home because you had been under a ton of pressure at work, transitioning from some big things in your job and carrying the, you know, the financial weight for our family. And, and thankfully I remembered all of that before you got home. And then I was able to hear your pressures and your weight and, and walk with you through those and then be able to also then say, okay, here's where I, you know, need you to step into the role here in our family Mm -hmm. too. So it's just really really about not making it about yourself and remembering that there are two people involved in the conversation. Right. I'm reminded of something. This is something I've been thinking a lot about lately. And it's, it's Jesus says um, that my yoke is easy Hmm. and my burden is light. So even with picture that, you know, the yoke that the oxen would, they, they yoke two oxen together to plow the field. Right. And that's the picture of what he's talking about. Well, in a marriage, you're yoked together. Yeah. And you're only going to go as fast and as far as those the, the two of you were going to pull together. Right. And with Jesus, he's saying you're yoked to him. You're you're a slave to him in yeah. one way, but that's that's total freedom in another way. Yeah. It's there's the tension there. But his there is a weight with him, but it's the weight of glory. And his yoke is easy, his burden is light. And we're called to, in marriage, to share each other's burdens, to carry each other's burdens. So it's really that selflessness of, of looking, what can I do to carry my spouse's burdens? Getting, getting my eyes off myself mm. and picking up some of their burden. And if we're both doing that, that makes both of our burdens lighter and easier. So good. And it, like anything else, it really does come down to lots of communication. Yeah. Open honest, real conversation. And communication is both talking and receiving. Yeah. It's both listening and and verbalizing. So when your spouse is talking, listen. Yeah. Try to understand what they're actually saying. Yeah. Don't be just thinking about what you're going to say next. Right. Actually receive what they're saying, yeah. process it, and then share back. It's good. Good stuff. I'm glad I'm married to you. I'm glad I'm married to you too. You're really wise. Mm, you're wise. You're <laughs> awesome. I like this marriage series. Yep, me too. What's coming up next on Building 58? Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that. We're in this amazing series at our church right now called Rhythms, and it's all based around rhythms in our life that we have. Um, we're going to be talking about healthy rhythms to have in our lives. So we're going to do a quick recap on some of those, and I think it's going to be really helpful. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Building 58 podcast. If we'd love to hear from you, you can email us at bldg58team at gmail.com or tag us on Instagram. And we'd love to hear your feedback or anything you'd like to hear on the future shows. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.